a bear market, what is it exactly? And what are you going to be able to do to help yourself get through times like this? That's what I'm going to answer in this video today. Now, if you think about how a bear attacks, right? I mean, a bear in the wild, a bear swipes down, or at least that's what the name is supposed to represent when the market goes down. Some people say 20%, some people say 30%. Right now we see that the S&P 500 is down 20.47%. And this is what many people are calling a bear market. So down 20.47%, it's easy to get scared. When you look at your 401k, you're looking at your IRA, you're looking at your taxable account, it's easy to get a little bit scared and ask yourselves, what am I supposed to do? What do I do during times like this? And I'm going to share with you some advice that I got back in 2015 that I was able to use in 2018 as well as 2020 when the market went down significantly and helped me stay the course and is continuing to help me in times like this in 2022 that is helping me stay the course and continuing to invest and take advantage of the current prices that we're seeing right now. So what I learned was to not do anything with my 401k, not change a single thing. This is where a lot of people get hurt. And this is why you see a lot of experts will try to downplay 401ks because 401ks are really a great investment account. They are really a great tool to help you build wealth. But when the market goes down, it's interesting that there's a psychological action that a lot of people take where they want to go and sell their assets, sell what they have in their accounts. And when you try to sell what you have, you're selling at a low point right? And when you try to buy back, you're going to buy at a higher point. So you're not going to be able to get as many shares as you would have if you just essentially stayed the course, right? You just stay with what you have and you would have kept the amount of shares that you would have, but you're selling the, no the number of shares you have at a lower price. And then you're going to try to buy back the same amount of shares when they go back up. And that's the problem that a lot of people experience. They're selling at a low point and they're trying to guess. They're trying to speculate. They're trying to get some advice from a coworker or a friend on when to buy back. But by the time they do, it's too late. The market has already recovered and it may be way higher than what you sold at. So that's why I've learned for me, myself, this is not investment advice, but this is just my personal experience that I'm sharing with you. I stay the course. I'm not selling anything in my 401k. I'm not going to panic sell as they call it. They call that panic selling. When you sell your investments in your 401k, your IRA, or your taxable account, because you start to panic, you see the market going down. But guess what? This is what the market does. The market goes up, the market goes down. This is just what the stock market does. And you trying to time the market is a very dangerous game because you have to be able to tell what the highest point of the market is, sell at that point, and wait till the market goes all the way down and predict exactly when that is, and then buy back when the market is low because you're buying more shares at the lowest point with the money you made when you sold at the highest point. This is one of the hardest things to do for anyone, anyone expert, any financial advisor who's worth their salt will tell you timing the market is a very, very dangerous game to be playing. So essentially, I'm not doing anything to my 401k, my IRA, even my HSA, our taxable accounts. I'm not touching anything. I'm going to continue to buy shares, especially in your 20s and 30s and 40s. You have to look at times like this as an opportunity to buy even more assets, more investments, more index funds or ETFs, and continue to build that portfolio that you have for the future. The next thing I would say is really take a moment to learn the S&P 500. The average annual rate of return of the S&P 500 is about 10% before inflation is taken into 
into consideration. And yes, there are years where the market is up. There are years when the S&P 500 is down. That's just a part of long-term investing. And to be honest with you, my position is there is no other method of investing that's going to build wealth for 99% of us. 99.9% of us, there is no other way to build wealth. I'm sorry, my crypto fans. I'm sorry, those of you who day trade. I'm sorry for those of you who trade currencies, those of you who buy real estate and do all these flipping of the houses. There is no better way to build long-term wealth than to buy and hold index funds or ETFs for the long term. Yes, you heard that from me. And when you buy index funds and ETFs that track the broad markets in the US, even international, you have to be willing to go through periods like this. Like I said, 2015, 2018, I actually started investing in 2009, right after the 2008 recession. And guess what? A lot of people looked at me like I was dumb and I was able to buy not at the lowest point, but at a pretty low point. And I have been benefiting since. And to me personally, this 2022 year kind of reminds me of that 2008 recession where markets are down, prices and valuations are low. And so you may have this opportunity that seems like that the market is going to reset itself. And it looks like that there is a great opportunity for people who are just starting to invest or people who are still young in their investment careers to be able to buy low and benefit from expected higher returns in the future. Some of you are going to say, Matt, I'm continuing to invest, but guess what? Inflation is high. We can't afford to do this. We can't afford to do that. What is it that we can do? And honestly, this is something my wife and I experienced in 2020. And I had to scale back. I had to decrease the amount that I was contributing to my 401k, what she was contributing to her 401k. And we had to cut a lot of costs. I'm talking about memberships, Amazon Prime, just that $12, $13 that we were paying per month was a small little difference, but it was a big difference at the same time. But that wasn't the only membership that we gave up. So you have to look at the different memberships you have. Also, if you have time available, you may want to look into getting a second job, a work from home job as well. There are companies hiring. Of course, you don't want to quit your nine to five, especially at times like this, where you may lose your health insurance. You may lose access to those retirement savings plans, those 401ks, 403bs. You lose your ability to pay your bills on time. But if you can manage to take two to three hours, maybe two or three times a week and provide whatever services you can to another company, to another job, that may be the biggest difference that can help you get through this 2022 year. And something else I would say, if you're not comfortable with investing in the stock market right now, go and open yourself a high yield savings account, an HYSA. There's a lot of different companies that offer these. Some of them have no minimums and no fees like Ally Bank or American Express. We have a high yield savings account at American Express. Our high yield savings account is with American Express. They have no minimums. They have no monthly minimums. They have no fees as well. And doing transactions between your personal bank and the American Express high yield savings account takes a day or two. So it doesn't take that long for you to get your money. But that's something that you may want to look into as well. If you are not feeling good about investing, putting money in your 401k, you want to decrease what you're contributing, maybe you put that money into a high yield savings account to help get you through the rest of this year because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the market is going to recover and just rally for the rest of the year or if it's going to continue to go down. 2008, the market was down 38, 39%. Right now we're at 20.47%. So even though we're not at 38% right now, we are halfway there, halfway through the year. We've made it halfway to the 2008 
final year-to-date performance of the S&P 500. So with my long-term goals in place, again, I'm not changing anything in my 401k. I may scale back how much I'm contributing and maybe divert some of that money to a high-yield savings account, but I'm also going to stay educated and stay informed of what the market does because this is not the first time that the market is going to go down like this, and it's certainly not going to be the last time that we ever see the market go down like this. Now, if you're interested in learning more about index funds and ETFs, especially for you long-term investors, check out the video on the screen right now. I'll see you over there. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to subscribe. Peace.